Talk Recorded live. I just love that. Recorded live. Hey, everyone. This is Brian Dempsey. I'm your host here uh, for episode number seven of the uh, Bennington Area Facebook Talk. And it's uh, another cold, cold day here in the greater Bennington area. Uh, while we're getting started here, I want to give a shout out to Suzanne who texted us and says she and uh, Facebook me and said she's in Florida, but she's a Benningtonian resident and she's listening. And uh, I'm not going to say anything else because it's cold here. I'd like to be down there too, but Suzanne, thank you for listening down in beautiful Florida. Uh, it should be a great show tonight. I know we, we put out a couple of teasers earlier about the uh, Discovery Channel coming to uh, the greater Bennington area in the next few weeks, and we're going to talk to that person to learn more about that story. That'll be in the uh, second half of our show. For those of you who haven't listened before, we do basically a one-hour show. It's usually open talk about almost anything, although we have guests most of the time. And uh, you're always invited to participate either with text chat. If you're online on a computer, you can chat in the window, and we will share your questions or comments. Or you can call in on the phone. It's all very basic, very laid back. It's community chat, and uh, it's much like sitting around the, the fireplace at a country store around the pot belly stove and a bunch of people just sharing information. So with that said, I want to uh, say hello and welcome uh, someone that's on the line with us uh, tonight. Her name is Kara Spindler. Now, Kara writes a col weekly column for the Money Saver paper. And she also is a talented writer to begin with. And uh, Kara, first of all, I want to welcome you to the show, and thanks for joining us. Oh, hi, Brian. My pleasure. I'm glad to be here. I think this is a great venue for the uh, for the community. Well, it's it's wonderful to have you here, and thank you so much for that. Um, so, anyways, we we'll might as well get this, uh, the the talk started about uh, uh, what you do as far as writing columns for the Money Saver and your writing background. Can you tell the folks a little bit about yourself? Oh, okay, Brian. Well, actually, I've been writing ever since um, I was a little kid. I always wrote short stories, and most of them were scary. Um, and I always just had a passion for it. So it's something I've done my entire life. Um, it's just really great now that I have the Money Saver, you know, to write for and to actually get my what I write out in front of the public. It's, it's a really great feeling. Well, we certainly love reading your column, and uh, I wanted to, wanted to ask you, a few people have uh, mentioned about your very first article, which you started uh, right when you started writing for us. It was a very heartfelt story, I thought. It, it, it played out like a movie when I read it. So can you tell the folks a little bit about it, maybe the title and, and how it all came about? Oh, thanks, Brian. Uh, yeah, my very first article was really just, uh, it just came off of a Facebook post that I had done one night. Um, I had worked a very long day, and um, after it closed up, I was driving home at night, and I realized that, you know, I take the same ride home every night in Bennington and go down the same streets, and I always see the same people closing up as I go. Um, and it just it played out like a little movie in my head as well. So, you know, I came home, and I, uh, I had written a small little, um, not a column, but just a little post about it on Facebook, which... Um, I believe you had seen and you had really liked, and uh, it just went from there. But, you know, it was just, it just summed up life in a small town, how, you know, everywhere you go, it's always the same people. It's um, And there's a very nice comfort value about that. 
Um, and coming from Long Island, that's not something you normally get. Uh, so it's just just part of the charm of Vermont. Well, I agree 100%. And for those you know that don't know you, so you're you're, you're a flatlander originally. You're from Long Island. <laughs> oh, I love that term. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I, flatlander. I, <laughs> but anyways, my kids were born and raised here, though. Um, my kids are Vermonters. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, if people would like to read your story uh, columns. Every single one of them is posted at the VermontMoneySaver.com. Uh, you could actually bring this, bring that up, and look at look at our columns while you're while you're listening tonight. VermontMoneySaver.com, and up top it'll say Kara Spindler, and uh, just click on her link, and you'll see all of her stories, and you will see a beautiful picture of this beautiful woman, okay. and that's <laughs> at for money at Vermont Money Saver. We had a couple of people just join us on the phone. If you just want to chime in with your first name. Samuel, when I'm in trouble. And I guess that's Sam Racino joining us tonight. Good evening. I need a bag of flowers. (laughs) Okay, well, first of all, Sam, you have to refer to what you're talking about to the listeners that don't know what you're talking about. In other words, I guess... uh, uh, Kara wrote a column this week in our paper, kind of, and she mentioned you in the column. And uh, she quoted <laughs> what you said. Do you remember the exact quote of what you said about Bennington Area Facebook Talk? Not the exact, but close enough as a country store type atmosphere that you um, developed. But it, it's gone into the 21st century. You know, anybody that comes in and sits down and chats, and I couldn't help visualize somebody sitting down, and if there was a game of checkers going on, either make a move on the checkerboard or watch them play, and then just chime in on the conversation. And then Kara picked up on that, and then she put it in the uh, paper this week, actually. Once again, uh, folks, if if you want to take a look, maybe Suzanne down in Florida, it's a great article about the way people are here in Bennington. It's tied in with the Cheers uh, TV show that was on years ago, and that's at VermontMoneySaver.com, and click on Kara Spindler's uh, page. Kara, do you want to uh, talk a little bit about that, how that came about, the Cheers column, and then you tied in the, the Bennington area Facebook talk, and then you tied in Sam. Can you, can you tell <laughs> us a little bit about how, how all that happened? Well, it's funny, you know, Brian, because I usually have something in mind that I'm going to write for a column, um, and then by the end of the week, I've got it written. But for, for as long as I can remember now, something always comes up at the last minute that changes it, and this is no exception. I I was working at night. I was listening to the radio, and the old Cheers uh, theme came on from the show. And uh, and then I was listening to your show on the radio, and I heard Sam make these comments, and it just kind of all pulled together in my head that, you know, this analogy of what he said. Uh, so I sat down, and I just it just flowed out. So I was the last chapter of your story. What's that? I said I was the last chapter of your story. (laughs) (laughs) So I I think um, it really sums up what the show is all about, um, which is why, you know, I tied it in with, with, you know, the whole point of the show. Um, And I think with Suzanne calling in from Florida, I think this is just, Brian, this is probably um, making you realize that this show might have a better impact than you even imagined. Because anybody who's moved out of the Bennington area can reconnect you know, like at that country store from wherever they are now. It isn't that that's so true. Just just sitting here talking on your phone, just no specific uh, goal in mind. We don't have ulterior motives. We're just discussing things and events and happenings in the area. So 
It is. It is very much just like, uh, you know, just uh, that's why we kind of call it the what, what do we call it? The official unofficial news source. Lead the real news <laughs> to the re- to the real people. You know, to, to places like the Bennington Banner. But we call call ourselves that way. You know, because we we talk scuttlebutt, which is basically. You could say it's a rumor, but we throw scuttlebutt out there because there could be things going on that all of us together, if we all say the same thing, then we might learn more. So, and it's kind of fun that way, you know. It's I don't know if you call it gossip. So we had yeah, a few well, more people. Go okay. ahead, uh, go ahead, Kara. I was going to say, in the old days, that's the only way news really got around for the most part. People just kept each other informed based on what they had heard. That's very true, very true. We had a few more people join us on the phone and on their computers. If you're on your computer and you have a question or you just want to put your name out there so we know you're with us, you just type there in the uh, chat text message area. And if you're on the phone, just chime in with your first name for now and say hello. Vance Savage calling in for the night. Hi, Vance. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be talking with Vance in a little while. So back to you, Kara and Sam. Sam, I, you got a kick out of uh, her using your name. She, Kara, did actually ask me if 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 I thought you would find <laughs> her using your name because you know actually she a professional journalist I guess would normally ask permission. Correct, Kara? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Right. I just wanted to be sure. Correct. I didn't want to surprise him. That's code of ethics, correct? <laughs> correct. <laughs> Well, guess what, Sam? I overrode it, and I says, "Go right ahead." <laughs> well, you know my character. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put a bosh to it. Let it roll. So <laughs> that's good. And of course, she quoted, unquoted, or quoted the characterizes the term spot on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's well, a new word a in my. Analogy. That's a new uh, statement in my uh, vocabulary now. Spot on. So. Um, <laughs> I guess my statements kind of caught a bell and made a ring, and it just kind of added to uh, what you started, Brian. Well, thank you very much. I, I kind of like that term spot on. I think people are using it more and more, and, and it's kind of weird you said that. Um, the other night, Ed Woods was using that term quite a bit, spot on. So I don't know, maybe it's a new term. It's just Actually, it's a very old term, Brian. That's what I used when I was a teenager, so it just kind of... I still use those things. <laughs> yeah, but it's recycled. You know, it's like all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you're, all of a sudden, I'm hearing it more and more. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like what Vermonters say, don't you know? <laughs> don't yeah. you know? <laughs> don't you know? Yeah. Every every third or fourth word were at the ending was always don't you know. <laughs> so, anyways, excuse me for a moment. So, Sam, we have Sam here. I know Sam. You always, you're the weather guy. We always used to do that when I was at Tri-State Bargains on the radio show. So I'm going to put you on the spot. I haven't watched the weather yet, the latest weather, the latest update. What have you heard for our weather in the next, say, 48 hours? Our weather? Well, not much. I think we're probably, after all is said and done, I'm looking anywhere between uh, three to six inches. We're not. We're too far out to get most of it. Down along the coast, they're gonna. They've got blizzard watches right now along the coast. It depends upon how it materializes. Um, we might get something. Well, we will get something Saturday. Fizzle out, keep people off guard, and then before you know it, you'll get a kickback on Sunday with more snow. And then by early afternoon, actually, maybe the sun will come out. 
But what about the cold weather, Sam? Oh yeah, we'll we'll get the winds. We'll get the cold weather. We're still having uh, hanging on to the cold weather just because we're getting t- down to the tail end of February and then going into March. Uh, I think there's a lot of cold weather ahead of us. Even today, I mean, today was another true Vermont-type win- winter, despite the sun being out. I don't think it even broke a high about oh six or seven, and then of course when the high sun came out around about four o'clock, we got up to about ten degrees. Well, you know, something actually I want, I want to bring up here, seeing we're talking about the cold weather. As people know or don't know, I'm out in the community almost every day while I'm out selling advertising for the paper. And I spoke to some people uh, that weren't in a business per se, just community members. And they were wondering, with all this extra money with the heating oil and propane, if there's going to be a second round of heating assistance, especially for the seniors. Uh, has anybody heard anything about that? I haven't heard anything, but it wouldn't uh, surprise me being, we'll be, you know, longer into the heating season and, and being, uh, well, naturally it must affect the fuel bills because it has been colder in the month of January and February. And I'm quite sure the fuel consumption has grown increasingly compared to last year. Well, I guess, I guess my question is, you know, you would think with all the extra money from the low, low fuel prices and propane prices that they should have some extra cash. And what I'm doing right now is making a note for myself. I'm going to research a little bit, and I think this might be a conversation we'll have sometime next week. Yeah, Sue Andrews would probably uh, know a little bit more about that because they, they're on the uh, fuel and fund program that's done here locally. Sam, I'm going to say something. You're spot on with that. That's the first person I saw. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to wear it out, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, we had a couple more people join us on the call. If anybody else wants to chime in with their first name and just tell us, say hello. Oh, this is great. Anybody else want to say hello, first name? Okay, we've got uh, quite a few people listening on their computer, and we've got seven people listening on the phone, which is wonderful. Uh, coming up in a little, about uh, 10 minutes, we're going to talk with someone that's going to tell us why the Discovery Channel is going to be coming to the Bennington area within the next two weeks, from what I understand. Uh, there'll be more details coming up on that. While I've got a chance, I want to mention a couple of community announcements. Uh, uh, to, well, it's probably too late. Well, no, it's not too late. If you feel like having a dinner, the uh, Moose over there in Bennington has Friday night dinner. Stop by there. And don't forget about the American Legion. They have bingo every Sunday night. Starts at 4.30. The game actually starts at 6. No one under 14 admitted. Wanted to throw that out there. Also, uh, Sam, you said that the Bennington Museum is free starting uh, uh, tomorrow only. Is that yeah, correct? About, yeah, about from 10 to 5, I believe, I heard heard that on our local radio station, WBTN. Um, the director was speaking about it, and uh, that's something to do at the museum. If you've never been, go. If you've been, go anyways. You never know what type of exhibits that might interest you. It's a wonderful resource, and that's right here in Bennington, Vermont, uh, heading out w- uh, west end of town. So that's free tomorrow. I wonder if that's just for Vermont residents or for anyone. I think it's just for anyone. It's just when the museum does up, kick back in and open again. So um, certainly is a great event. Get out of the chill, and you never know who you might see. Conjure up a conversation. No, that's absolutely true. 
Going back to Kara, Kara, are you still with us? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. You want to tell people just a little bit about you, too, because we talked about your column. We, you said you were from Long Island, but uh, what kind of hobbies do you have? What do you do? Uh, what are your plans? Oh, okay. Well, um, of course, my plans are to write um, a novel. I've been working on one for the past year, and uh, just finding the time to write is always the most difficult, um, but it's something that I'm very excited about. Um, but um, also, you know, for um, recreation, I I am a gamer. Um, I play on the Xbox Live, and um, I do run my own clan of gamers. Um, uh, and we're, you know, we have a lot of fun with that. It's a lot of teamwork, and it's a it's a lot of social um, exposure. Um, so it's, it's it's a lot of fun. So you're a gamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've always loved video games ever since I was a kid. And it just it, it just never left me. So I have a and I have a lot of fun with that. And that's it's only on the Xbox platform, though, right? Right now, I'm only gaming on Xbox One. Yeah, I do um, Advanced Warfare, a lot of the Call of Duty games. Um, once in a while, a zombie game because I I love zombies, but <laughs> but mostly it's uh, the Call of Duty games. That that must be interesting because you must meet a lot of people. I mean, obviously not just from our area, but potentially from around the world, correct? Oh, absolutely, and uh, most of the gamers um, that are in my clan, I have a clan of about 40 gamers, uh, soldiers under me, um, and they're all from all over the country. Uh, one of the fellows in my clan is the second best in the world, um, and we can be very competitive, but mostly it's just for fun. Um, we are just more concerned about getting out there and having a good time. Well, that's great. Everybody needs a hobby. I, I wish I could get into that. I just, I don't know, I've never understood it, but I certainly appreciate it, and I see more and more people are getting into it. And when you, when I say get into it, I guess, you know, someone like you, you really get into it. But I guess that's what makes it exciting because you're really into it. You're, you're not just playing <laughs> around. No? Yeah, right. Maybe. I, right. I just wish there were more girls that were actually on there gaming. Um, as time has gone on, I've seen more and more get on, but it's still such a such a low minority of women that, that are actually gaming live. Um, so hopefully that will change in the future. Well, I'm going to throw this out there then. You know I have to ask this. You must get proposed to a lot of times. You must get a lot of comments if you're one of the few women in a group of oh. guys gaming. <laughs> well, all right. yeah, I am a novelty, but, um, you know, most of the gamers <laughs> that I game with are older. They're, you know, a couple of 20-year-olds, but most of the guys I game with are 30 and up. Uh, some of them are as old as um, 60. Um, so, you know, it's been great. Um, you know, a lot of guys, though, that you game with are very derogatory towards women gamers, which is really surprising in this day and age. Um, the things I've had to endure and put up with from not-so-nice men has been pretty discouraging. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but knowing it, you it is... What's that? No, no, just knowing you myself, I'm sure you hold your own. I mean, you, you, I'm pretty sure you don't play <laughs> up with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brian, you should hear me curse when I play. I, I'm, I can hold my own. <laughs> Well, folks, we're talking again with Kara Spindler. She's a, a a local, a dear friend, first of all, and she writes a column weekly for the Vermont Money Saver. Please take a look at her her page on VermontMoneySaver.com. Just click on Kara Spindler. She writes wonderful story, or column stories, whatever you want to call them, about a small time 
small town life here in the greater Bennington area, and many of them come right from the heart. She's a great writer, and I appreciate, number one, having her as a friend, and then number two, the fact that she writes for us. Especially this week, she wrote a, a great plug for this show. So, Kara, thank you for that, for, for the plug about the Bennington area Facebook talk. Well, thank you so much, Brian. You're so kind, and thank you so much for having me on the show. And best of luck with it. I think it's really going to take off. Well, thank you, Kara, very much. Sam, what else is going on around the town? Did you go to the fluoridation meeting last night? No, I procrastinated. Sorry about that. I mean, um, I by the picture and the banner and the talk, but I did post the, it was um, two efforts. Cat TV naturally re- recorded it, and our local radio station was simulcasting it on, uh, on TuneIn. So it got great. Uh, media coverage on this important topic. So um, I did post uh, what Cat TV filmed on YouTube, um, posted it on Facebook, so people that didn't get a chance to go to the meeting or did and want to re-listen to it again, they can do it at their at their leisure. So that's what wow. I do. I just I just forward information. If there's something that local meetings that I can't get to or nobody can get to, I'll post them on Facebook and put them in their they're they're in front of them, so this way they have the opportunity to view them at their own discretion. Well, Sam, we appreciate that. While I've got you, I I wrote a note last night about this EYES program or something like that. Can you tell us more about that? It has something to do with the police department and the town? Oh, you mean ICE, 445? Yeah, yeah, 445-ICE. If you see something, say something. It's not quite a neighborhood crime watch, but there's a lot going on in this in this town, and they feel they don't want to leave a name, they don't want to call the police department, they want to be uh, anonymous and feel that comfort. There's there's this number that's set up, so I know there's a lot. I don't want to put people in the box, but there's a lot going on. If if you see suspicious activity or something that's just not right, or something that you need to to bring up to our local officials. This number right here, 445-EYES, um, such up. And I think you can, they've got a, a website, too, if you don't want to call in. Well, that's outstanding. And if anybody knew, I knew you would know, and that's why I asked. And thank you very much for that. Well, it was, I, it was in the banner, and I took a picture of it, and I just posted there again the information. I, I'm just a messenger, that's all. Well, thank you so much for doing that, Sam. I see we had two more people come into the call. If you'd like to say hello on the phone, go ahead. And uh, I know shortly we're going to be talking with uh, Vance about uh, the, the Discovery Channel coming to the greater Bennington area. But if you're on the call now and like to say hello, just your first name, uh, you can chime in now. And if not, that's fine. That's what we do. A lot of people just listen on the side. What's great about this, if you're on any phone, a landline phone, a, a tablet, an iPhone, an Android, you can listen in to the live call from anywhere, uh, which is great, I think, for seniors. I'd like to help get the word out to the senior citizen community like over at uh, Walloom Sack Apartments if they'd like to uh, talk. They don't need a computer. They can join the conversation just on their landline phone. So anyways, we're going to talk. I might say, Brian, this reminds me of uh, the 1970s when we used to talk on the CB radios. I remember that. <laughs> it, isn't that true? That's right. That's right. 
Although, although what happened there, I think it got carried away. It got nasty after a while. It used to be well, quite... it got nasty. They powered up. They keyed up. They they had too much power. They were bootleggers that were out there, um, you know, poking them up to 100 amp power. They were actually running small radio stations, and and it, it literally took the fun out of it. So I don't want to take any more from your time. You've got another important guest to talk about, Some something coming in from the Discovery Channel or... If you want to introduce that person or going to the, that, that's another um, spotlight for Bennington. Well, Sam, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Don't feel like you have to go away. Just stay by there on the side and you can ask questions shortly. And I thank you so much for that. Yeah, I'll be sandbagging. Anyways, folks, you're listening to Bennington Area Facebook Talk. This is Brian Dempsey. I'm your host, moderator, facilitator, whatever you want to call me. If you want to listen to replays of the show, there's two ways to do that. The best way, because you could rewind fast forward through the show, is to go to tristatetowncrier.com and click on uh, show replays, and all the information is right there. Also, the show will be posted on Facebook about 15 to 20 minutes after the show is over. So right now I'd like to introduce our next guest, we have uh, Vance Savage. Now, Vance uh, has something to tell us about the Discovery Channel coming to Bennington. Vance, I don't know very much about this. I actually stumbled upon this, and that's how I happened to contact you. So first of all, Vance, I'd like to welcome you to the show, and thank you for taking the time to call in. And uh, can you tell us what this is all about, Vance? Good evening, everyone, and thanks for having me on, Brian. Um, the Discovery Channel, yeah, they are coming into town within the next couple of weeks, last week of February, and they are going to interview me, and what they will be interviewing me about is my great aunt, Mary Rogers. Uh, Mary uh, was the last woman hung in the state of Vermont. In 1902, she murdered her husband here in uh well, it was in the back of what would be now the Pepper Mills in uh, Morgan's Grove. And uh, she murdered him for the insurance money with an accomplice, uh, Leon Tiram. And uh, Mary was tried here, and she was convicted. And uh, it was a very nationwide sensational story. And uh, she was brought to Windsor, Vermont, to the prison there where on December 8th, she was hung in 1905. Uh, Mary was five months pregnant at the time of her hanging, and uh, the hanging was botched purposely. And unfortunately, it took her, depending on what sources, anywhere from seven to 14 minutes to die. me and Bob Rogers, myself, and Bob Rogers have written a screenplay, or Bob Williams, excuse me. Me and Bob Williams have written a screenplay. He's a local author, and uh, it's been gaining a lot of attention in the film industry. We were going to sell it to one company, but we have now backed out of that, and we're looking at other companies currently. Well, that's a great that, – that, now, is, is this common knowledge in the greater Bennington area? Yes, it is, and um, a lot of the older folks know about it, and it's been passed down through, you know, it's been passed down through the ages, but the banner has uh, covered it many times throughout the history since then. Okay, and you said this happened behind where the current Pepper Mills is? 
Yeah, it was a place called Morgan's Grove. Back in 1902, it was a picnic area. And what happened was Mary, an, an accomplice who she was living with in a boarding home over on Safford Street, snuck out and they uh, enticed Mary's uh, estranged husband, Marcus Rogers, into the Grove on August 12th in 1902. And uh, they chloroformed him. They tied him up, they chloroformed him, and they rolled his body into the river. And the so reason that was... Go ahead, Sam. That, that, that Grove, I would assume, is close to our what is now our rec center? Exactly, yes. Oh, um, holy smokes. Back then it was, yeah, back then along the river, it was, you know, where the inn is now, the back of the pepper mills. It was a very large wooded area where you could walk and picnic and and whatnot. Must have been beautiful back then. Very much so. So so let me, me, uh, go ahead, uh, Kara. I was going to say, well, is it true that she had killed her baby? Well, I heard about that a while ago. Okay, that that there's some a lot of speculation in that. Um, this is what caused her and her husband to become estranged. They did have a baby, and the name of the baby was Helen Alice. Helen Alice was, well, Mary said that she was dropped and laid back on the bed uh, the day before Halloween, and uh, she went back in and looked at the baby on the bed, and the baby was dead. Um, if you listen to a lot of the relatives, it depends on what source you're hearing it from. Uh, a lot of the Rogers relatives say that she killed the baby to get out of the relationship. Who really knows what happened? No one No uh, one will really ever know. Right. Okay. Interesting. Well, well let me ask you, Vance, uh, now – Let's help help me understand this. Now, how does the Discovery Channel fit into all this? Great question. Well, there's a writer who's written about uh, Mary, and his name is John Stark Bellamy. Also, Bob Williams has written uh, quite a lot about Mary through the years. Um, Discovery actually contacted uh, Bellamy and asked him to be on the show. Uh, The show is called Deadly Women. Uh, the people who are contacting me, the producers, are actually from Australia, and uh, they asked me to be involved uh, in the episode. They wanted to interview me. Uh, we'll, we're also going to be going around the village, and we're also going to be uh, shooting things that were like very important in Mary's life. For instance, like the place of the murder, uh, the house she lived on in Safford. Uh, the jail, uh, the home where Marcus was up near who's the coroner, so things like that. So they'll be shooting an, a, a large portion of the village as well. Now, from what I understand or what you told me is obviously they don't want to tell us when they're coming, but you're saying it's the last week of February? Last week of February, and if you see cameras around, then, you know, you'll you'll know who it is. I can't really give the date out, but because I don't think they really want to be mobbed, but the uh, interview will be, uh, the interview with me will be at my apartment on Main Street, and then from there, we're going to be going around the village. And you probably have no idea right now when it's a show would air. It usually takes quite a while between that, right? Yeah, I'm sure since they're going to they're going to do a reenactment of the story as well. They're going to hire actors to do that. It's going to be very well produced, put together. So it's going to take some time, but you know, I will definitely let everyone know when it airs. 
I would assume probably within a six-month time frame or longer. Absolutely within the six-month time frame. Yeah, things are tend to they're, – they're, they're moving pretty fast from when they first contacted me. Uh-huh. Wow. Hello. Well, this, is, this, is, this is the first I've, I've heard this tale or this story, me, being, me living in Bennington. So either I must have been sheltered or, or didn't hear the conversation or it wasn't of an interest, but when you put a blip on Facebook saying, hey, the Discovery Channel's coming in to do an interview – uh, Facebook came to life. Yeah, well, Mary Hello? Rogers, I, I actually have a Facebook for Mary Rogers, and uh, if you Hello? look at it, Mary, Mary Mabel Rogers, uh, you know, you, you can go through, there's a lot of great articles, I have a lot of photos of her that have never been seen, uh, I have a copy of the suicide note that she wrote, that she claimed Marcus wrote. There's just some amazing things on there and in, in the Bennington history for everyone to take a look at. Well, that's great. And for those just tuning in, we're, we're talking to Vance Savage, and he's talking about the Discovery Channel coming to Bennington to talk about a, a murder that, ha or, well, I guess it's a murder, but a hanging and, and so forth locally here in the greater Bennington area. I guess we just had a couple of people join us. If someone just came in and wants to say hello, uh, go, now's the time. Go ahead. Hi, this is Patty. I was wondering, can you hear me? Yes, yes absolutely. Okay, um, I was wondering from Vance, um, how much did he know of this from family members, or how much has he learned from this from just reading? I knew quite a lot about it from family members uh, ever since I was uh, very little. My mother would always speak in uh, hushed tones about it, and I always heard about Marcus and uh, about Mary. Um, now, a lot of my relatives are, are laid to rest in the same cemetery that Marcus is. Uh, back in the early 80s, the Hoosick Falls uh, Historical Society put on a, a big episode about this, and we all went. And uh, I actually, as I grew older, I was told more and more about it. And, of course, you know, I, I, I've spent years now collecting things and doing research. Well, I'm a family member of the Rogers family. Okay. And I just... I just, I've seen these um, notices that you've put up about Mary Rogers, but I didn't know anything about it. However, um, my grandfather, Ralph Rogers, was Marcus's brother. Right. And it was very quiet along, I mean, I didn't know anything about this, and I just discovered last night that it was my grandfather's brother. So I'm really in wild over this, um, and I really would love to learn more about this. And I just don't know where to begin because I'm not really computer technology. I'm really not savvy at all this stuff. So, so what Rogers, what Rogers side is? I know there's the Hoosick Falls Rogers, and there's a Rogers family, quite quite a few, in Bennington. So, I mean, do they both splash over, or? Well, from what I understand, way back when, I mean, my mother was one of fifteen um, that lived in Bennington. Uh, but they did have several relatives that lived in in Hoosick Falls area. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I mean, um, I mean, I'm just blown away. I mean, I don't even really 100% know if Marcus Marcus was my grandfather's brother. I mean, I have no way of really knowing well, that. My grandfather was Aubrey Rogers. His father was William. William's brother was Marcus. 
So that's how that ties in. Now, if you want more information on it, you said you're not very computer literate, so yeah, the, Facebook, <laughs> the Facebook probably wouldn't do you much, much good. The library, there's a historical room at the library here. Right. Um, they have a wealth of information on okay. marriage, which would, which would help you out. And uh, they're very, very helpful. All you have to do okay. is ask about it, and, and they'll be happy to show you the file on her. Okay, what did you know? You said that there was something in the historical society and who's it falls to. Is that what you said? And who's it falls? That one too, yeah. They have a wealth of information as well. So that would be a great place. Either place would be a great place for you to start. Also, the uh, Bennington Museum has a file on it. You could go see Tyler Resch over there. He knows quite a lot about it. And I think Kevin O'Malley and who's it falls too. I'm sorry, I didn't get that name. What is the name? Kevin O'Malley and who's it falls? Okay. And Tyler right, Welch. I mean, is there any, um, Vance, is there any way of you knowing was um, Marcus and my grandfather Ralph, were they brothers? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm just blown away that nobody in my family talked about this. I'm just very well, blown away. Uh, Patty, this is Brian. I'm the host here. And I, first of all, this was great. I love the conversation. I'm only going to take a minute here. Um, first of all, I have to ask, and Carol understand why I'm at, why I am asking. So, what you're saying? First of all, how did you find out about this, this talk? Um, I saw it on Facebook. Okay, so you do use a computer then? Oh well, no, I, it's on my phone. It's on my Android, but I do. Um, but I'm very, very. Um, it, it, it takes a lot for me to understand how to use a lot of this stuff, you know. I'm just very okay. stupid about the computer. Um, I just saw it. Uh, matter of fact, I had um, a com- or sent Vance a message a while ago that, I, you know, what Roger's family, but I'm sure he probably got overloaded. This last time I, just, I get a message back from him. But in the meantime, my cousin had told me that this was my grandfather's brother that died. This so. is this is great. So so in a way, what you're saying, without this this platform, we wouldn't have connected. Right. Wow. Right. And what I want to ask Vance now, Vance, are they just going to interview you or people like Patty that are okay. that have have sources to the whole story? But They're I don't know. Anything. I don't know anything about the story. So I mean, as much as I would love to say yes, I would love to be interviewed and follow these people all around. I don't want to be on camera, but I would love to be there to learn more about this, but I don't know if in advance if that's possible for me to be able to do that since I'm a family member. Yeah, that would be really up to the Discovery Channel. That wouldn't be up to me at this point and their producers right now. Right now, they're trying to keep it a little bit on the low side. So, Absolutely, and, I understand that. Well, if you talk and, to them and you ask if that's possible, like I said, I don't have anything to offer other than my mother was a Roger, so um, and it was my it was my grandfather's brother, but this just has blown me away about the learning of this. I just, I also heard that Mary was pregnant several times while she was in prison. Was that, is that true? Well, hold on one second, Vance. I just, I muted you because I had to ask. Do you have any old photos, Patty, uh, really old stuff or anything to, to add to this? I do have old photos, but I'm not certain if they're who they are. Okay. All right. I'm going to unmute you, Vance. Go ahead. My mother has been deceased for quite a while, and um, so in a lot of the older Rogers, as I said, there's one of 15, they're gone. So it's hard for me to have them identified of who the pictures are because okay. nobody, nobody put any names on the back of them. <laughs> so 
it makes oh. it a little rough. Okay, I'm, uh, Vance, I'm sorry I, I muted you, but here you go. You're back. Go ahead. No, 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 that's, that's absolutely fine. Another great place um, to look for information, and I'm sorry if I forgot all your questions. Please feel free to repeat them. Another great place to look for information. They may interview author Bob Williams, who co-wrote the screenplay with me. He also wrote a book called Chalice of Leaves, and it's very, very extensive about uh, – it's, it's, it's a bunch of different uh, stories, actually, but uh, oh. there is one in there about Mary, and it's very, very, it's, it's, it's extensive, and it's very good. I recommend it highly. Now, what is it, Chalice of, of Leaves? Chalice of Leaves by Bob Williams. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. But, but like I said, uh, Vance, if, you know, if they're willing to let one of the Rogers side just ride along and learn, I'd be really, really interested in um, going around for the ride to see what else I could learn about this. That's something I'll have to ask the producers. I'll definitely be in touch. Well, that would be really great. And, you know, you know how to message me because you messaged me last night. So um, I believe you probably remember. Okay. <laughs> so, Absolutely. This is just, this is wonderful. I'm just really excited. So I don't know if anybody else is on the lines, but so I'll let somebody else talk. Well, I'll thank Vance for putting it on Facebook. He could have very well have kept hush about it until, you know, the producers did show up because they want to keep it just at a intimate profile right now. But he chose to put a quick blip and say, hey, you know, Discovery Channel is coming down and, and um, uh, you know, doing this story on us. And before you know it, it then it it, it connected about uh, – uh, a lot of stuff, so um, I'll let you to tell more of the tale. Now, there was a question about Mary being pregnant that I didn't answer. And when Mary committed the murder on August 12th in 1902, she was approximately about five months pregnant. Mary was arrested soon after, and she was held in the jail, which is the Penny Saver building right now. So she was held there. When she was about to go into labor, she was brought to Rutland, and I actually have the affidavit from the doctor, and the doctor said that Mary delivered a fully uh, stillborn child. Um, there are rumors about that, too. There uh, was a rumor that the child was still alive, and the child was taken away by a nun, and the, the child grew up a woman some years ago in Connecticut actually came forward. I believe it was Connecticut, and she claimed to be the, the daughter of, of Mary Rogers. This can't be confirmed or, or not confirmed at this time, so no one really knows, and I doubt we ever will know. The last time Mary was pregnant um, was when she was in Windsor Prison. Now, there was a trustee there by the name of Virgin, uh, Vernon Rogers, another Rogers, not related to Marcus at all. He was a trustee, and he let himself – Mary got a pair of, pair of scissors, and she had a double lock on her door. There was a lock on the inside, and there was a lock on the outside. Mary was able to slip the lock from the inside, and Vernon Rogers had a friend that made him a, a well, kind of shady key from the outside, and he was able to let himself in. Vernon uh, got Mary pregnant. There was a huge scandal about this, and it was all over in a big investigation. 
Supervisor Lowell lost his job over this. A lot of people were fired over this. Um, and Mary was approximately about five months pregnant when she was hanged. Some people say this is not true. Some people, again, it, it, it depends on your source of information, but passed down through the family, they say that she was five months pregnant when that hmm. happened. And as far as you know, those are, um, there's only a couple pregnancies, and she only got pregnant once while in jail. She was pregnant once while in jail. She was pregnant before right. she committed okay, the murder. But and I mean, once was, she was actually in prison, she only got pregnant once. Once. That was it. And that was in okay. winter. Because I heard about that she got pregnant several times. <laughs> but, no. uh, I'm wondering if there's any court documentation at her at her um, court files or at her town clerk's office on on you know documenting when she the time that she was in Bennington and the killing and stuff back in the in the I don't know if there would be any type of documentation back then like that court court orders or court papers. We looked at for, for court papers. We tried to scour everything. There was nothing. Um, really? The closest, yeah. The closest we could find is anything was at the Bennington Library, the um, the uh, Historical Society in Hoosick Falls, and also at the at the museum. That's about it. And then you know, from looking around online, and of course, what the family has known through the years, which is a lot, and that's passed down. So. Well, Vance, this is Brian. I have a couple questions I want to ask you. Uh, sure. First of all, let's, let's, let's back up a little bit. Let's, uh, what was Mary's occupation or social status? Mary was a housekeeper, and um, she first came after her and Marcus broke up. Marcus stayed in Hoosick Corners, and he worked on his uh, brother's farm, William's farm, up in Hoosick Corners. That's off of Pine Valley Road now. Um, Mary came to Vermont, and she got a job at the Spalding House, and that is now, uh, we looked into that, and it's now like a just a vacant lot. Um, then she went, and she became employed by the Pyrams, which that's where she kind of fell into trouble with the two Pyram boys. Um, and she started sleeping with Levi and Leon Pyram. She went to Levi first to try to get help with the murder. Levi balked at it, and then she went to the younger boy, Leon, and Leon took it up, and the rest is kind of history. Was she at, at all religious? or, or was Because back in, 19, in 1902, I mean, you were everybody had something. Yeah, she wasn't very religious until she went to Windsor. She was, she was born Catholic, but... Um, not until she was in Windsor towards the end, and then she found her religion again. Um, yeah. Um, but her, she, when she was born, um, she, she never went to church. Uh, her father was a raging alcoholic. And he, when her mother got pregnant, when Mary's mother got pregnant, the father, Charles Bennett, said that he was going to kill the baby as soon as it was, as it was born. And he tried to do that several times, and he tried to kill Mary uh, as soon as Mary was born by suffocating her. Um, he left town. He came back about six months later, and he begged Mary's mother, uh, Madge or Johanna, uh, she's changed her name so at this time, and he begged her 
to take him back and he was going to stop drinking and he was going to work and he was going to have an occupation and a full-time job. Well, she, she went back with him and he moved her out to Utica and um, the father poisoned Mary with laudanum a number of times. One time it was so bad that she had to get a number of, the mother had to get a number of doctors to care for Mary to resuscitate her. Um, so she was, she was abused uh, as a child by her father uh, numerous times. And then in school, she was bullied. The kids laughed at her. She dressed a little outlandish. She, she wore a lot of ribbons and bright colors, and the kids would pick on her. And apparently, from what I've heard and what I've read, she liked the attention, even though it was negative attention, because at least she was getting attention. Well, Vance, this is quite a story. I just want to remind the people that just came in that we're talking with Vance Savage. We're talking about the uh, post I put earlier about the uh, uh, Discovery Channel coming to town and about a murder that happened in 1902 and then a hanging and a whole lot more things. That uh, Boy, the whole story just goes on and on. Uh, Vance, the other question I had was about the DNA. You said there's no way to find out. Uh, about this person that claimed to be the daughter or whatever, uh, even with DNA testing? Maybe with DNA testing, but you know what? Uh, Bob Williams was in contact with her, and one of uh, my relatives was in contact with her sometime back, and it was years ago. She's kind of dropped off of the face of the planet right now. I think they do have her address, and maybe maybe now with all this coming to light, she may surface again because, uh, you know, there's going to be a major film made about this. So as, as a film comes out, as this starts to grow in popularity on the Internet and in newspapers and things like that, she may surface once again. Wow, that's great. Kara, uh, do uh, you got anything to add to this? Sam? Uh, no, I just find it very interesting. I really do look forward to um, seeing their special on it. Absolutely. Yeah, and if this ever comes comes on to the theater or whatever, I mean, um, more power to you. This is, you know, um, a lot of things happened back then that haven't been told. <laughs> yeah, somebody's going to eventually pick it up. I mean, I am on imdb.com. I do have one film currently in pre-production. It's going into production pretty much any day now out in California, and uh, that movie will be coming out on Paramount in 2016. Yeah, so, and I hope they maintain the accuracy of it. The accuracy of, of, of this, uh, you know, of, of this movie, uh, the historical accuracy is, I've, I've changed very, very little for drama's sake as far as, as Mary's concerned. Very, very little. It's very historically accurate, and I did not stray much from that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's to your credit there, Vance, because a lot of people uh, would just go to the, you know, to embellishing on everything just to sell something. So that's good for you. Thank you. I mean, it is my family, and it's it's been 115, it's 110 years, excuse me. It's 110 years this December that she uh, has been dead. And I, I do want to tell her story in the correct way. I'm, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there, you know, who are, well, I can't believe you would take the side of a killer or, or whatnot. And it's not that I'm really doing that because, I mean, you know, I'm related to Mary through marriage and, you know, uh, the marriage on the Rogers side. And, but there is a story to be told, and I want the story told, you know, accurately. Right. And you can tell a story from so many different angles. I mean, the, way, the one you choose is fine, you know. 
Well, I'll tell you, I have a different perspective now when I go by the rec center. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a different perspective every time I go up on Safford Street, the rec center, past the Penny Saver, you know, building, which was the jail. and a few Well, I live ones. off of Beach Street, so I go by it constantly. And, I mean, you know, there isn't a – I lose track how many times I go down on, on East Main Street and that section of town. So now I got a whole – and ironically, I grew up on the flats in Bennington, and there was a, a family that I grew up with. Last name was Rogers, Blackie Rogers. Really? Well, I'm not I'm not familiar with them. There's so many Rogers in Bennington, and a lot of people come up to me and they say, hey, you know, we must be related, or, or you know, and I'm just like, I, I, there's very few that I actually know. There's so many of them, and there's so many in uh, Hoosick Falls as well. Well, Pat, uh, Patty, Patty, do you have any closing comments? We're getting near the end here of our conversation. Patty, you still there? Okay, I guess not. Anyways, you've been listening oh, to that Bennington. Bill, are you there? I hope she's there. Yeah, I'm here. I just, I just wanted to tell Vance that um, Blackie Rogers was Ralph's son, one of okay. the older ones. Okay. And also, if Mary in, um, has this child, wouldn't she be now entitled to the um, insurance policy? Mary um, had to sign away the insurance policy to while she was uh, the it was the day or the day before she was hung. She had to sign uh, that away to Walter, who uh, paid for Marcus's funeral expenses. They actually had wow. Marcus's wake in William's house up there on uh, Pine Valley Road, and then they had it at all. And then they had his funeral at All Saints Church down there on the Four Corners. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Well, I really appreciate me coming in. I'm sorry my phone keeps going off into mute. I'm not certain why, but I appreciate all the input and the interest. And I can't wait for this film and this crew to come through because I'm very, very interested. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much, Vance, and thank you, Brian. Thank you for joining us. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much, Patty. Vance, I have to ask you, do you have any photos of the hanging or, or anything that I could post later as we we, we post? We, we always post the this, – this is all recorded, as you know – and then uh, people can listen to it later, but it would be great to have a photo or something really relative to our conversation. Is there anything you can share? There was. The only thing I have is a film company. There was such an interest in it. A film company did a reenactment of Mary's um, hanging, and there was a YouTube video of it at one point, and I can try to find the link for you, but I actually do have um, some stills of that, not the real hanging, but the, uh, you know, the, the film that they made about it. So I can, I can actually send those along. That would be great. I want to just uh, we're getting we got about eight minutes left, but I just want to ask Kara and Sam for their closing comments and questions for Vance. I think it's been a great conversation. Uh, let's start with Kara. Oh uh, yeah, Vance. I just want to say congratulations on your IMDb. Um, you know, uh, posting. I think that's really great. I think anything that puts Bennington on the map is great for the the community. And uh, I hope you stay true to the story and uh, you don't let Hollywood. Uh, you know, change it up on you. <laughs> Thank you, Kara. I really, really appreciate it. And I know, you know, you as a writer too. So it's kind of a hard gig to jump into. And, you know, I mean, you have to stay true to what you believe in and you have to stay true to the real story and, and yourself. Exactly. 
Yeah, Vance, Sam? I know. Um, go, ahead, go ahead, Sam. Go ahead, yeah, Vance, I mean, when I saw your post on Facebook, they, like, my comment was, is this true? I mean, usually there's so much going on on Facebook, the first thing you ask is, is this legit or, or not, or is it a hoax? So pardon my apologies for asking if this is true or not, but, I mean, I, I can't remember how I caught this. Maybe it was in the news feed for, on Facebook, and then from there, naturally, I just reposted it and forwarded it, and then the conversation just kind of blossomed. And no, that's fine, and I, I can completely understand that and appreciate that because, I mean, there's so many hoaxes out there or, or people embellishing things or whatnot. I mean, you know, so I understand completely. So, Vance, my question, my question for you is where do we go from here? How are we going to be updated on this? Can you, can you at least tell us, you could probably tell us the day after, just as they're leaving, you could post something. How are you going to help us and, and, and the people listening share, share this? I will, uh, my my wife will take some pictures. She'll probably take some pictures of the interview, and uh, we'll be taking some pictures around the village, too. As soon as it's wrapped up on that day, I will be posting them on my Facebook and the Mary Rogers Facebook. And if you would like, uh, I can send them to you as well, and you can post them, and I will uh, send you all the information about that. Well, I'd like to have the conversation again when it's all done, if you don't mind. That would be wonderful. I can I'm quite sure the, I'm quite sure there'll be acti- activity on Stafford Street and um, um, Morgan's. Well, now, now instead of the rec center, I'm going to call it Morgan's Grove. <laughs> my apologies for laughing, but <laughs> these stick in my mind, and it's just you know people are looking at me like Morgan's Grove, and I'm like, yeah, I haven't you heard about Mary Rogers, you know? So you, you know, you educated me today, so um, I thank you for that. Be sure to check out Mary Rogers' Facebook, Mary Mabel Rogers. Um, you know, that, like I said, there's amazing photos on there that you will not see anywhere else. There are some great articles on there that you will not find anywhere else. I've, I've tried to share this with everybody so they know. It's a kind of a little dark secret that happened in this town, but uh, it's something I think everybody should know about. Absolutely. Would you be kind enough to share that link on our Facebook page, Bennington Area Facebook Talk? Will do. As soon as I get off the phone, I will do that. Well, that's great. Folks, you've been listening to Bennington Area Facebook Talk. It's been a wonderful conversation tonight. First of all, with Kara Spindler joining us. At first, we talked about uh, her writing style. And Kara, thank you so much for joining us. And then, of course, Sam came in, gave us some weather like he always does and some infinite words of wisdom. And then a wonderful conversation with with Vance Savage about this 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 what I think is the a big secret because I, I think it's a lot of people don't know about it, but about a, a murder that happened in 1902. And hopefully, if you want to know more, he'll post the link on our Facebook page. And of course, uh, this whole show will be uh, posted in about 15 or 20 minutes, and you can listen again. So I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight on Bennington Area Facebook Talk. Thank you so much. Brian, I think this is the biggest yet with the amount of chatter that we've had on here. So, Thank you, Brian, very much for having me. Thank you for having me, too. It's been wonderful meeting everybody. And, Patty, if you're still there, you, you, blew, me, you blew me away with your comment. Uh, it really makes me feel good that I did, or I, yeah, I did something that you might have not known about if it wasn't for this platform, and, and that really makes me feel good. Thank you so much. Well, I'm glad. Well, um, can you hear me at this point? 
Are you able to, are you able to hear me? Yes, Patty. Okay, out of the 15 Rogers children, there are only five remaining. Really? Yes, there's only five remaining. So, out of the original 15. Well, so, just want to put that in. Well, hopefully you'll follow along, and, and thank you so much for joining us, Patty. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the education. I really appreciate it. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.